Welcome to the Relax and Go podcast. This is episode two, The Importance of Sleep. This podcast is for students, athletes, and student athletes, and anybody looking to maximize their performance, whether it be in the classroom or on the field of athletics. Today's topic is sleep and how sleep can affect your performance. When we are talking about sleep, we need to understand that sleep is a natural biological process. It is something our body wants to have. It wants to have it in the physical sense, and it wants to have it in the cognitive or psychological sense. Our body wants sleep, and we can make the argument our body needs sleep. And with that being said, with our body's drive or craving for sleep, we need to make sure that we are getting it. Because if we're not getting it, there can be a host of negative side effects. These side effects can be physical, and these side effects could be cognitive or psychological. So, the National Sleep Foundation says the average person needs around eight hours of sleep. Now, that's a number for an adult. The National Sleep Foundation also recognizes that teenagers may need a little more. Teenagers, on average, need close to nine. Now, that number is an average. Some teenagers may need a little more. Some teenagers may need a little less. And it really depends on the individual. Everybody is wired a little differently. So you need to get your sleep. And if you're not getting your sleep, then you're not maximizing both the biological and cognitive benefits of sleep. So one of the first things you need to figure out is how much sleep do you need? Now, the National Sleep Foundation has a very nice two-week pamphlet, kind of a guided uh, progress report that you can do that can lead to your sleep number, the hours of sleep a night that you need as an individual. You can also take a quick shortcut. Uh, I often tell my students on a three-day weekend that they could uh, go to sleep at the same time all three nights of the weekend. Let's say there's no school Monday. They can go to bed at midnight on Friday, midnight on Saturday, midnight on Sunday to turn off their alarm clocks and then take the average of the three nights. And that can kind of give you your sleep number. And that's a useful number to have because if you know what your sleep number is, then you have a target. You can try to organize your time and work on time management so that you can get closer to that hour number because if you don't know then you really can stay up at night or get up early and not have an idea of just how much sleep you're not getting. And we call that sleep debt. And it is uh, theorized that 80 to 85% of high school-aged teenagers graduate high school with a huge amount of sleep debt. And sleep debt has a host of negative side effects. So what is really affected when you're not getting your sleep? Well, your alertness, your memory, your ability to do mental math, your creativity, your decision-making, all of these will go downhill. And it's not just a matter of it happening right there. It's not just a matter of it happening while, you know, the day that you didn't get enough sleep, you, you stayed up too late on Thursday night because you had a project due on Friday. It's not just Friday that's going to be affected. The negative effects of carrying a sleep debt are cumulative. So if you are carrying an hour or two hours of sleep debt, then you're going to be having these negative 
uh, cognitive classroom-based side effects. And it's only going to get worse if you continue to neglect your sleep. So let's say, for example, that Jimmy is uh, staying up late on Sunday because he didn't do his homework. So he goes to bed and let's say he only gets seven hours of sleep. Went to bed at midnight, woke up at seven, and he's got to be at school a little after eight. So he's he's an eight-hour person, and I'm just going to use the eight-hour as an easy math number. So Monday, he has one hour of sleep debt that he is carrying. It is theorized by brain researchers that he loses about 5% of his cognitive ability, about 5% of his brain flexibility, his alertness, his memory, memory, uh, mental math, all of those things will be affected by about 5%. And the numbers vary by individual, but let's just kind of keep it simple. So he does the same thing Monday night. He stays up a little later. He adds an hour to his sleep debt because it is cumulative. Now he's down to 10% of his cognitive ability on Tuesday. And let's say he does that on Wednesday, he's down to 85%. Thursday, he's down to 80%. And Friday, he's sitting at 75% of his cognitive ability due to an ongoing sleep debt. And that's just one hour. So he walks into school on Friday, which is a day infamous for tests and quizzes. And he's walking in with, you know, 75% cognitive ability, his ability to stay focused on the test or quiz. You know, how many of us have read questions and we're so tired because we crammed the night before that we had to read the question two or three times? That could be associated to your sleep debt. His memory. How many of us have read test questions and we're looking at it going, I know this answer. I read it last night. Why can't I remember it? Well, you can't remember it because you're not getting enough sleep. And we know through peer-reviewed replicated studies that the hippocampus, which is the primary area for memory in our brain, is compromised when we're carrying a sleep debt. So you remember that you read that term, but for the life of you, you can't pull that out of your head. You know you read it. You're sitting there frustrated. Why don't I know this? Well, there's a good probability it's because of your lack of sleep. So we have to make sure we're getting that sleep you know, the alertness, the memory, the mental math, creativity, decision-making skills. It's not just the classroom. If you're an athlete, you're taking that onto the field with you. If you're a football player, your inability to remember the plays or remember the, the game score at a critical moment could be compromised because you can't focus the way you should if you're not getting all of your sleep. The soccer player who is a half step behind the pass because they just misjudged the trajectory of the ball is affected by your carrying that sleep debt. All of it is going to be hurt by this. They did a a fascinating study with basketball. Uh, I believe it was at Stanford where they brought groups of people in and they had them do free throws and Uh, three-point attempts, and they logged the percent that these people made, and it was basketball players that were part of the study, and they wanted to compare basketball ability to a group that was getting normal sleep, uh, and in fact, a, a group that was getting enough sleep or close to it, 
versus a group that was rejected from sleep or had their sleep um, limited due to the scope of the study. This would be our experimental group. And through the course of the study, they found compared to the sleep and non-sleep group, the group that was getting sleep saw a 9% increase, uh, 9% growth in their accuracy based on their amount of sleep. We controlled for as many variables as we could, and they did their best to make sure that it was a study about sleep. But there was a 9% difference in free throws and three-point accuracy based on the, the ability to go to sleep. As an offshoot of the study, they also studied agility and speed linked to sleep and the, the, getting the correct amount of sleep. And there was an increase in speed and uh, agility based on the group that was getting enough sleep when compared to the group that was not getting enough sleep. So there are physical, cognitive abilities that are enhanced when you are getting enough sleep. There are, are so many things that are going on with that. So it's not just what's going on in the classroom or what's going on in the field. There are properties that are happening during sleep that cannot be neglected. So, for example, when you go to sleep, you go through stages of sleep. Stages one, two, three, four. You're kind of walking downstairs of deeper sleep. And in the first couple hours of sleep, your body is in overdrive. Your body is peaking for immune system activity. Your body is releasing HGH, human growth hormone, which is critical for muscle, bone, tendon, ligament repair. All these things are happening in the first couple hours of sleep. So if an athlete went out to practice and you know gave everything they had for practice and worked very hard and had the perfect nutrition and hydrated well, but they were skipping their sleep, you are losing your body's primary recovery time. Your muscles will not be healing as quickly as they could or should be healing. Your ligaments, if you if you tweaked it a little and you're not sleeping, you could add days to your recovery time. So there's a lot of physical repair that happens in the first couple hours of sleep. Now, on the backside of sleep, that's when our body kind of shuts down and our brain is in the driver's seat in terms of using sleep time. We have found through brain scan research that this is a prime time for memory consolidation. We could use the very general term learning is reinforced while you're sleeping. And that's a bit of an oversimplification. But that's really kind of at the heart of it that your mental uh, repair and mental organization is happening. I often, when I'm teaching about this in class, I often use the word defragging that your brain is defragging during this time. It is consolidating, organizing in the hippocampus, which is very active during REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep when we're dreaming, is you know storing the stuff that happened during the day. So if your sleep is compromised, your physical body, your physical repair will not happen on a the schedule you probably want it to. And at the same time, your cognitive uh, measures of memory and... Uh, creativity could be compromised. We've also discovered when you're carrying a sleep debt, your body and brain will skip the physical parts. Your body will fast forward through the first couple hours of sleep 
and, and ne- neglect the physical repair to focus on REM. So when given a choice between, hey, do I fix the physical body or do I reorganize slash defrag my brain, your body will, your brain will choose to defrag rather than physical repair. So this is what the body thinks is important, that the dreaming component, the REM, the memory is much more important to your brain than the physical repair. So you may be keeping up cognitively in terms of memory and ability to focus, but you're sacrificing the immune system, you're sacrificing the muscle and tissue repair, bone repair in some cases, to have that cognitive side because your brain will choose the cognitive aspects of sleep over the physical aspects. So this is what happens if you're carrying a sleep debt. You're not going to be maximizing your efforts. All that practice, all that nutrition, all that time hiring trainers and and sitting in ice baths could be negated, could be canceled out simply because you're not maximizing your sleep that you're staying up too late, you're, you're not getting schoolwork done in time, and maybe, maybe you don't have a choice. Maybe your homework is too big, maybe you, know, you have a job. There are going to be some nights where it's just not going to work, but every night it can work, it should work. You need to make sleep a priority. You could have the best nutrition and hydration and and drink the protein shakes and have the proper ratio of this, that, and the other and, and checking every detail. But if you're neglecting sleep, you're not maximizing all those details that you're so proud of and you're like, oh, I'm I'm hydrated. I'm my nutrition is perfect. I know exactly when to eat the half a power bar before my 5K for cross country. But if you didn't go to sleep that week, you're not going to perform as well as you possibly could. You are not maximizing your performance. So we really have to make it a priority. You have to schedule it. You have to you know, wake up knowing that you have X number of hours. You're going to be awake, and, and you can't go down a three-hour YouTube rabbit hole. You can't just come home and, and sit for two hours staring at, at the TV or doing things that aren't productive. You have to maximize your time and, and make sure that you are putting yourself in a position to be successful. So in summary, make sure that you are maximizing your sleep. Without it, your cognitive processes uh, of memory formation and alertness and your ability to do mental math, creativity, decision-making, all of these are going to be compromised if you are not getting your sleep. And then on the flip side, we're going to have uh, negative physical performances. We will not be maximizing our coordination, our foot speed, our accuracy on the basketball court or the football field. You know, if, and let me just throw another example in here real quick. If you are overly tired, your ability to focus becomes compromised. Imagine you're in mile two of the 3.1 mile cross country race and you're not well rested and you know you have to be focused on the race if not your pace is going to drop if you start getting distracted while you're racing your pace is going to drop you have to be clicked in you have to be focused this is why the coach tells you 
focus on the person in front of you. Pay attention to them. If you're focused on them, it, less likely you're thinking about how much it hurts and you're, you're focused on catching the person in front of you. But you got to focus. And if you're not sleeping, your focus is going to be compromised. It's very, very hard to be mentally tough when you don't have the mental energy to stay mentally tough. And we'll talk about that in a later episode about mental toughness and the steps to mental toughness. But fatigue can compromise your mental toughness. So maximize your sleep. I hope that you found this episode educational. Uh, the plan, the, the vision here is to make some podcasts that, uh, that appeal to student athletes and athletes and students in general. It's going to be a mix of what happens in the brain and what we can do to put ourselves in a position to be successful outside of the weight room, outside of the running trails, outside of practice, some of the uh, mental parts that, that go into sports and, you know, not just sports. We're talking about human performance psychology. This applies to the classroom. Performance uh, anxiety in terms of the athlete on the basketball court is really not that different than performance anxiety sitting for the SAT. So we're going to spend some time in the realm of athletics and the realm of academics and how we can maximize that. So if you want to reach me, you can reach me at relaxandgocoach at gmail.com, relaxandgocoach at gmail.com. And I can't stress enough how important it is for you to be getting your sleep. If you've been walking around in a fog, it may be because you're just not getting enough sleep. If you're not recovering like your teammates or recovering like you normally do, sleep may be the culprit. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if I understand it correctly. That will update you and let you know when I've posted a, a new one. And until next time, just relax and go.